0: Hi5Gear is a proud sponsor of Above180.com. H5G has thousands of designs to choose from and no hidden artwork fees. How awesome is that? Show your individuality and have your jersey tell your story. Online, you can order at www.hi5gear.com today. Don't let fashion pass you by. Add H5G into your wardrobe and show off your individuality. Use code ABOVE180 at checkout for $20 off any H5G style. Thank you to all of our supporters and our fans. We appreciate it.
1: Hey, bowlers, Bowling This Month is back. Bowling This Month is bowling's trusted technical resource that's relied upon by thousands of serious bowlers, pro shop operators, and professional coaches. From independent ball reviews to great instructional articles on all facets of our sport, you'll find it all at BowlingThisMonth.com. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, you can have online access to Bowling This Month's premium technical bowling content that will help you improve your game. Bowling This Month is so confident you'll be satisfied, they're offering a 14-day money-back guarantee to all subscribers. Check out BowlingThisMonth.com and sign up today. Hi, this is Parker III, and you are listening to the Above180.com podcast with Tim Berg. Tim Berg is ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA. Now, here's your host, Tim Berg. Joining me in the Above180.com podcast is Mitch Beasley. Mitch has won PBA title and won PBA 50 title. Mitch is currently leading the singles event at the USBC Open Championships in Vegas. Mitch, it's Tim Berg here. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, thanks. Good to be here. All right, Mitch. Well, you are currently sitting atop the leaderboard in the singles division at the Open Championships in Vegas. So let's go back to that day when you shot that big set, your 8-12. Did, did you feel like after your double set that you had that opportunity to go big like you did?
0: Not really. I mean, I was. we were working as a team when we were breaking the lanes down and Kind of staying in the same area so that everybody has a good shot. And I wasn't um, striking a whole lot in the doubles. And we were kind of talking it over, me and a couple of teammates, and they were, you know, suggesting a couple of things to me. And we were talking about it. And I was like, well, I'm kind of staying in the spot with everybody else for the team, you know, to help everybody out, not uh, for me to score really well. And I said, You know, I would probably make a move and a hand position change, you know, if I was just bowling on this condition by myself to try to open the lane up a little bit more. And everybody was like, well, we're in singles now. Do whatever you want to. So I was like, okay. So I uh, made a ball change, moved zones, and tilted my hand to a much stronger position, and then the lane just opened up.
1: So is that a common thing then among teams? Because I did one of these shows with Zeke Bate and we, he was uh, kind of talking about some, some things with his uh, doubles crew that he wishes maybe wouldn't have happened I guess. And is that a thing though for once you get the singles it's kind of uh, all bets are off. We've done our best to doubles to set things up the way we can and singles it's it's go at it and see see what sort of number you can put up.
0: It just depends on you know what teams you're bowling with and does everybody click together does everybody work together or is everybody a free-for-all um the um i've been on a couple of different teams where everybody just free-for-all and you know it was hit or miss whether or not you bowled good or one guy messed up another guy's shot and so we got a we had some changes from the team from the last two years to this year and Everybody on the team was really happy to be together. Everybody worked together. We had great chemistry. So I think that our team is going to do really well the next several years at, you know, at Nationals. So it, um, you know, I, I think we're going to, you know, just work together for team doubles and singles so that nobody hurts anybody and everybody has a good
1: look. Yeah, I, I know it used to be a real big uh, thing to play the lanes together. And do you think at all with any of this, the new the Kegel ice and the fire oils and some of the changes in the, the oil viscosity that that is um, not as big of a deal? Or do you still feel it's very important when uh, competing at the Open Championships?
0: it's important to work together, I mean, if you go back to the history, every great team, that's ever had great success in nationals and won lots of Eagles, they all worked together. They all did the right things together to be able to do that. None of the great teams were free-for-alls or any of that. the, the lane conditions that they put out, the oil and how they shelf it make a, a big difference as far as how it you know, Breaks down and which kind of teams look better. You know, a couple of years, you know, you had like a lot of out of bounds outside. So the teams that work together, their scores were much better than the ones that didn't help break the lanes down together. And then some of the years they've been hooking more. So there's not as much, you know, breaking the lanes down when that happens as it is when they're oilier, they're more out of bounds.
1: And so, what advice then would you have for that guy listening when it comes to building a team? Because there's a couple different thought processes there. And there's, you know, one of them is, well, let's just take the top five high averages in in my house where we bowl and let's head out to Reno or Vegas or wherever and and shoe up and we're going to kill them, right? But then the other thought is, let's take guys who keep the ball in play because when they get on the tougher conditions, they're going to be the ones that can make their spares and and are going to be closer to the pocket all the time.
0: Traditionally at nationals, your tweeners are always the highest scoring traditionally. So if you go back to the great teams, they're made up of a lot of tweeners. They might have one power player, maybe two or you know, one power player and one straighty, but most of the guys are kind of the middle of the road rev rate, middle of the road ball speed, so their ball doesn't hook too much, it doesn't hook too little allowed you know they can play several different parts of the lane those are the teams that traditionally over the years are the ones that dominate the nationals and bowl the best, which is one reason that you know I've never really expected to like just you know run away with an eagle or do something like that at nationals because typically over the years I've been a much more you know power player so Typically, for me, to have a really good look, I need to be in a different zone than the other bowlers are at on the team. So as I'm getting older and had quite a few injuries, you know, my rev rate's not near so high, and I'm not near so much of a power player anymore as I used to be. So, you know, for me,
1: I'm actually getting better at
0: nationals with all the injuries and being older than I was when I was younger, and my rev rate was, you know, overpowered by ball speed by quite a bit.
1: Mitch Beasley here on the Above180.com podcast. Mitch, final question or a couple more on, on uh, open championships. We've seen a couple teams that uh, have tried the lefty mafia, the, the Scroggins brothers have tried to put together some lefty teams. If you were, if you were a lefty or southpaw, would, is that how you would try to attack things or would you like to be over there by yourself?
0: Um, probably if I was a lefty, I would probably much rather have more of a team as a lefty. It's it's hard on the left side because it's a little bit hit or miss at nationals. When there's a look on the left, you know you're really gonna put up some big numbers. And then the years that there's not a shot on the left, you want to have three or four lefties on the team so you can actually break the shot down and create a good look. So either way, whether or not you do a bunch of lefties or only one lefty, it's gonna be hit or miss through the years. But I mean, I, I would say probably if if I was going to make a lefty team, I'd have at least three lefties on it, two righties. The two righties can work together, and you have three lefties working together to make the left side better.
1: All right, and then um, your 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 number I mentioned, eight twelve, just saw a bunch of really solid shooters just uh, finish up out in Vegas. How, on a scale of one to ten, how confident are you that that number holds out for the next month, month and a half ish?
0: I think it's about fifty fifty. Um, There's still a lot of great bowlers that don't go until the last three or four weeks. So I think it's probably 50-50 whether or not it holds up. I was thinking I might have a chance at 840. I was going in. I left a 10-pin in the ninth frame of the last game, and the messenger missed it. And then I stowed nine in the 10th. So I was thinking I might shoot 840, and that might be a lock for an eagle. But, you know. It's hard to carry and do everything right at nationals all the time. So, but, yeah, it's
1: probably 50-50. All right, let's move on. Uh, you just turned 50, so you you bowled the PBA 50 event. You won an event down in North Carolina. So let's talk about um, your plans moving forward on the PBA 50 tour and the and the regular PBA tour, if, if that's in your future as well. And then you're also right after the nationals. You, you injured yourself. So let's talk about that and, and where you think you are as far as when folks can expect to see you out on the lanes.
0: I'm hoping to be able to throw some shots at the end of next week. Um, I um, tore two tendons and strained another one in my foot and ankle. So I had another, I saw a different specialist on Tuesday, and um, he said one of those was healing nicely, one of the tendons, one of the tendons was slow. And then the sprain looked good. So he said I might, with a brace, be able to throw some shots next week. You know, just a few shots, not bowling a lot. So I'm hoping to return a competition in about two or three weeks for some, like, regional stuff where I'm not bowling a lot, a lot of games. Um, as far as the national tour and the senior tour full-time, I can only bowl a few stops a year. I took a new position with Ebonite last year. And that keeps me from being able to bowl full time. But I'm looking to bowl, you know, maybe, you know, two or three stops on the men's tour and two or three stops on the senior tour, if possible.
1: All right. Well, let's talk about that position with uh, with Ebenite and what you're doing there, and um, and what uh, how folks can reach you there, and and what's all going on at EBI.
0: Um, well, I do the technical services. For all four brands, or actually all five brands, Powerhouse, Ebonite, Columbia, Track, and Hammer. Uh, yeah, I'm involved in uh, ball testing, so I test all the balls. I do all the tech services and support for all the bowling balls, our computer programs, our grill presses. Um, and then I, I'm involved getting involved more in marketing and some more of the ball development, so I am. Um, Wearing quite a few hats at the moment, and I also teach the drilling school at Ebonite too. So,
1: and one of the things that I don't think people realize—and correct me if I'm wrong here—but if you're if you're purchasing a new uh, EBI ball, you can give you guys a call, or you can say, "Hey, look, this is what I have in the arsenal right now. Here's kind of some of my my specs." What do you think would be, you know, a ball that I that would fit well in my arsenal? Correct. They can give you a call, and you guys will, if you're not there, you'll return their phone call and, and help people to choose that next ball for them, so that they're they're happy uh, customers, right?
0: Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, I'm the technical expert on all the bowling balls and lane conditions and lane play because I've been in every aspect of the bowling industry from being a bowler, being a tournament bowler, running pro shops, testing, being in ball development, you know, I've been in all aspects of the, uh, you know, the bowling industry, so I, um, you know, I helped uh, several of the national staff players, lots of the regional guys that build arsenals for people going to the nationals, build arsenals for guys, you know, bowling regionals, I helped. You know, your normal baller, hey, this is the ball I have. I'm trying to find something that hooks a little less or something that has a little more back end. You know, I'm the, the guy for ebonite that you would call for that.
1: All right, so then uh, something that kind of just popped into my head when we're, we're chatting there is how would or what would the companies, the, the ball manufacturers company in general, and you can only probably speak to this is only your personal opinion, obviously, but let's say the USBC says we're only going to approve six bowling balls a year from each of your brands. It wouldn't just be from the whole company. What would, uh, what would your reaction be to them saying that? Because that's one of the things that I hear from time to time, either in emails or in, in conversations or on social medias. Gosh, there's just so many new bowling balls always coming out. It's hard to keep up.
0: Um, that would be a hard thing from USBC to dictate that to the manufacturers. I mean, USBC dictates so much stuff already for, you know, Hardness, oil absorption, differential, RGS—you know—they're, you know, slowly everything they put in there, you know, starts tying the manufacturer's hands. The manufacturers make so many bowling balls today, so many releases because that's become the norm and that's what your customer asks for. So, like, say when we announced the Triton Elite, you know. The day we announced the Triton Elite, I got 15 phone calls asking when the Pearl Elite was coming out, and the Triton Elite was just announced it hadn't even released yet. So, everybody's always asking for what's next every time you release a ball. So, it's kind of the mentality of the industry right now. So, it's it's hard to stop releasing that many bowling balls when the customers are asking for that many bowling balls. So, i uh, I wouldn't be in favor of USBC dictating how many balls you can release.
1: All right. And then uh, along those same lines, you had mentioned you help folks design their arsenals. Uh, share your opinions on uh, the importance, and uh, maybe it isn't for you, but to stay in one brand when it comes to building an arsenal so that you're, uh, I mean, I guess just right there. I mean, is it, are you a fan of if someone's throwing all EBI stuff, that's what they should stick with just to keep things consistent in their in their a bag?
0: Well, um, I don't know if I would stick exactly in one company, like stick all in track or all in hammer or all in Columbia, because, you know, one brand is going to have, you know, a reaction that the other brand doesn't have a certain RG, certain differential, certain cover stocks, certain additives. So to go across the four brands of ours, you can create a lot of different really great arsenals you know, because everybody has a different ball speed, everybody has a different rev rate, everybody has a different tilt. They like to see different reactions and what we do is when we're building the four brands, we're building different reactions. We're not building all skid flip balls or all real rolly balls or all arky balls. We're designing balls that are really angular, some that pick up more in the mid lane, some that are very smooth, some that are hook a ton, some that you know, hook very little, so it's, and, you know, some people are really in the color nowadays, so you may make a bowling ball that's perfect in Columbia for this guy, but he doesn't like the color. Well, he can go into track or ebonite and find a very similar reaction in the color that he wants, so it's more about building the reactions for the arsenal, you know, so that you have the different lane conditions and different reactions covered so i mean it's good to stay in one you know company as long as they're making all the different reactions
1: mitch before we go I want to remind folks please check out bowlingthismonth.com. bowling's best and most comprehensive technical resource all at your fingertips bowlingthismonth.com have some ball reviews up there if you're looking to find out more information on on a new piece that you're looking to get you can check out bowlingthismonth.com for that also seeing lots of great articles a couple of featured articles right now still talking about life after balance holes speaking of the USBC that's one of the uh, things that's being implemented here soon so t- check everything out bowlingthismonth.com also please remember check out the BTM bowlingthismonth.com uh, tournament Bowling This Month tournament being held out in Vegas out at the Gold Coast. Rick Ramsey and his wife, Gail, do a great job with that uh, event, so make sure you check that out as well. Again, information for the tournament is on the website. Everything else I mentioned all at your fingertips, bowlingthismonth.com. Also, we want to look sharp when we're bowling, so please check out h5gbrands.com. High Five Gear, they're uh, the official sponsor, again, of the PBA. That was just announced not too long ago, so congratulations to... Todd and his whole staff, they're doing a great job. That's another uh, another three-year deal. They'll be the exclusive dye supplemented jersey for the PBA Tour, so check all that out. Again, h5gbrands.com. So many styles, so many colors, so many options. If you're looking to get your... Get your team set up for nationals, maybe. Or you're looking to just get some team set up for next year in league. Or you just want to get your own jerseys. You're going to go out and start competing. They'll help you design your jersey. So many different uh, ways to do that. And use promo code ABOVE180. That will get you $20 off your order. That's promo code ABOVE180. $20 off your order. Again, everything right there. They'll walk you through the process. Very straightforward very simple. You'll have your jersey in weeks. Everything at h5gbrands.com. Check it out and use promo code ABOVE180 for $20 off your order mitch beasley joining me here on the above 180.com podcast mitch you and your wife are both very competitive bowlers i see both you guys out there competing on the tours and such and regionals and you actually competed against your wife in a regional so let's talk about that and how does that competitive nature in the family work for you guys and and how were you able to each push each other when you're bowling against each other and then even together
0: well we're both very competitive and she might even be more competitive than i am um I always want to win, but, you know, we're kind of fire and ice together. She's the Latin fire, and I'm the kind of cool cucumber ice guy. So um, she shows her emotions a lot more than I do. But, you know, she's always trying to beat me, probably a little bit more than I'm always trying to beat her. But she tries to beat everyone all the time, whether it's a guy or a girl or anything. So, but it's, it's fun, you know, competing against each other and together, so. We don't have any animosity if she wins or I win. It's just a just a good tournament. So.
1: All right. Well, Mitch, uh, final qu- final thing for you. Where can folks go to find out more about you? And you said your your responsibilities with track, but just where should people go to find you and and um and uh, catch up with you? And if they have any questions, like they're saying, if they're looking to build that arsenal.
0: Yeah. I mean, they can contact me at M. Beasley, B. E. A. S. L. E. Y. At e b i bowling dot com or they can call the one eight hundred number one eight hundred six two six eighty three fifty and um, ask for Mitch and they'll transfer you over and then I think there are any you know equipment issues or or questions that you have about billing arsenals, lane conditions, ball surfaces, any of that kind of stuff. All
1: right, well Mitch Beasley, thank you for being here on the above one eighty dot com podcast. Well thanks, I appreciate you for having me.